The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Percussion. Strings. Wangs. Wands. There she's sleeping. Nothing but a fancy robe. Enemies from the past, now you're both in pajamas. And if I have my wish, you'll catch her like a snitch. Go, Go on and kiss the, the witch. witch. Wow, wow, wow. Yes, you're stuck here. This is what I like to do. Make the bed unbearable and force you to to spoon. And you can't escape until I get my way. Go, Go on, on and kiss the witch. Sha-la-la-la-la-la, Pansy P. Looks like she's too lonely. You gotta kiss the witch. Wow, wow. Sha-la-la-la-la-la, come on, run. It's time to get it on. You gotta kiss the witch. Wow, wow. Sha-la-la-la-la, the door stays closed until you drop your clothes. Go on and kiss the witch. Go, Go on and kiss the witch. Go on and kiss her. Kiss, kiss her. Kiss her. Kiss her. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fade this out. Uh, I could not stop laughing because I cannot take us seriously on a karaoke track. I cannot. I mean, I'm into it. <laughs> I think it's our best work. <laughs> I think, I think uh, we're all in agreement. This is a real okay. weird trick. It's a real funny trick. Okay. Also, I think I could double as a scuttle. For, <laughs> wow, wow. Sure. I'm part seagull. Yeah, the way that Allie's secret to her hair is a fork. She combs her hair with a fork. A thing of a that's a Little Mermaid joke. <laughs> Welcome back to the Potterotica Podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Danny. And that was something for you guys. That's you know, the, wow. I actually question was it Disney or I mean there's mermaids in the magical world. So it could have been True. it could have been anything. It was a real mix up. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a good anecdote. Good, good point. Um <laughs> Anyway, welcome back to episode three. Season six. Season six. You'll be happy to know that the season six balloon is still alive in the studio. It's wilted, but it's still thriving. It's beautiful. It's still up, and that's all that matters. Yes. A hell of a shelf life. Yeah, it's like Beauty and the Beast. We'll continue to read until the balloon is at the bottom <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> the last, yeah. As the last caps. balloon falls. We have to, like, well, Ron and Pansy have to fall in love before the balloon deflates. Yeah. Uh-oh, can they do it? We don't care if they fall in love. They better bone. Yeah, what's some Who cares about love? Slang and wang. What's love got to do? So um, should we do some predictions? Yes. And let's start with, we actually have a musical prediction that was sent in by our friend Hillary. So stick around to the end. She has an amazing song. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney inspired. Dis- inspired? Yeah, we shouldn't give it away. Yeah, we should let it go. Just kidding. It's not that one. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, tune into the end. But in the meantime... I want to give a little bit of love to the episode two predictions that came in because they were so funny. Specifically, the episode titles. Oh, I was yeah, they were really good. So one of them was from Trista. She called it Whorehouse Hunters. Oh, that was so really good. good. Pansy, good. Pansy quickly realizes that the house has been waiting for a very special somebody to come on inside. Woo! I like this one from Melissa. New house, old enemies. Pansy moves in the unfriendly house and is assigned an equally unfriendly roommate. 
Um, this was one of my favorites as well. The pansy trap instead of the parent <laughs> trap. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Oh my gosh, that's so good. This is a pretty long description. So go to our Instagram and, you, and you'll read it. <laughs> so those drunk divinations were amazing. Thanks to everybody that submitted. And then we actually have some divinations for this episode. Yeah, People looked into great. their crystal balls and told us what they think is going to happen. Let's first pensieve and then we could do our predictions and then some of the other predictions that were written in about what's going to happen this episode. Okay, Danny, I challenge you to do the pensieve in four points. Fourteen? Sure. Okay, so... So Pansy and Ron, it clicks for them that they're locked in this house until they um, become friends is what their first guess is. And so (laughs) they go to bed in rooms as far away as possible and the house brings them together. Mm -hmm. How many points am I at? (laughs) Fourteen. (laughs) You got 12 more to go. You're good. And then they do more research and they find out that the house is taking on the powers of its former wizard owner, Mm -hmm. which was to bring people together in in some fun and annoying ways. Yeah, with either love or... Mischief or something. Yeah. So I was going to say love or friendship or sex in mind. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Mostly sex. (laughs) So anyway, so they have spent the night together just platonically in bed. Accidentally. Like Like, friends. At first it was unbeknownst to them. They woke up and they were in Accidentally. Yeah. And now... Not so accidentally. Now they're like, let's get a good night's sleep together. Right. Because yeah. Pansy found that the bed would be like freezing and rock hard oh, until rock hard. Ron got in and then it was got all in the warm sheets. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, and that's it, right? Did it end that they were trying to but pull just, one over on the house, like be friends? Yeah, they realize that the house is probably waiting until they become friends. They think they're supposed to be friends. So they're going to try to trick the house into making it think that they're friends. So they're going to sleep in the same bed together, try to act like friends would act. Mocha frappuccino montage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, so my drunk divination is that they are going to try to secretly script out something that they would think friends would sound like, like a day of friendship. And they are like following the script, but then at the end of the day, the house has picked up on it because the house can sense insincere friendship. But they're essentially putting on a whole charade of like, Mm. oh, gee, thanks for being my friend, Pansy. And it's all really bad and dumb. And then the house knows. Mm -hmm. That's one that just came to me. So to add to that, I think that within that, they're going to realize, huh, each other isn't so bad after all. They're going to start to warm up to each other a little bit, not intentionally. Oh, because they're going to be having fun pretending. Yeah, fun yeah, pretending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have pretend fun that's going to turn into a real fun. Uh, it's like how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to want to lose How to get out other. of the house in 10 days. <laughs> like, I want to stay in this house forever. Gaining friends and getting out of houses. Right. So really funny note about how to lose a guy in 10 days. I always think about, because we're all obviously all in marketing. One of the first like terrible marketing campaigns that I remember in my life was from that movie <laughs> when his diamond campaign was to frost yourself. Oh my gosh. And he like says it and it's Matthew McConaughey. He's like, frost, like, frost yourself. yourself. And then it's all like a very these like, dumb Don Draper moment. Yeah. And all these like ritzy women are like, oh, oh, oh. And they're like looking at their wrists and yeah. Oh my gosh. That's how you knew you wanted to be in marketing. Yeah. I was like, I want to do anything <laughs> like, other any, than that. If that's that, I'm changing. <laughs> I think my prediction is I think the house is going to be too aggressive about making them friends. Like it's mm. going to be the third friend that you're like, actually, we're not that good of friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it's going to like tattoo them while they sleep. And it's with like matching like <gasps> oh, tattoos yeah. of Calvin and Hobbes. And they're going to be like, this is too much. It's not even a joke we have. Right. And then it's going to, um, it's like Cruciatus curse them, but dance yeah. so that they have like a friendship dance. Oh. And it's going to be like, they're going to be so miserable that they're oh going to actually gosh. just destroy the house and get out that way, blow it to pieces, oh, never cool. talk to each other again. I think yeah. they're spot on. Or they'll, they will. They'll be bonded by this like terrible like back tattoo. 400 clinger home. 
that right, they'll fall right. in love because they've survived it. But that they're gonna have like a and separate, John Harrison will get the last laugh. They're gonna have like a separate text thread. It's like the house and them, and then they have their own thread going, oh, being like, uh, "Oh my god, the house is right. like so just fucking so annoying." Think? Or <laughs> they're gonna get Stockholm syndrome and love the house so much that they'll move in. They'll be like, "We like being trapped." Yeah, and the house is like, it. "Get gonna, out of here!" Out and they're gonna board up all the windows and just stay like recluses. Forever. We're gonna. Cool. Ha- what's it? What's that Quarters. movie? Edie. It was the Kennedys' cousins. Grey Gardens. Oh right. To mm. be oh, Grey Gardens situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are our predictions. Yeah. Predictions that we've gotten in have been great. Annie, her prediction was that Ron and Pansy are gonna decide to buy the house, create a Big Brother house reality show. <laughs> Everyone gets that D. Yeah. So they're going to turn into a brothel. Uh, get that and D. That should be called Big Brothel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big Brothel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, Seb's was Pansy's housewarming present. Ron and Pansy are working and keeping the house happy by throwing themselves a housewarming party and exchanging presents. <gasps> Spoilers, Ron's package is bigger than anticipated. Oh. Ron Redemption. But they realize they have bigger problems when the Property Brothers arrive intending to fix up the house for their TV show, except Jonathan and Drew have been replaced by Fred and George. (gasps) Genius. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. David Warner, I hope you're busy at work right now doing a Property Brothers image. Please. How will Pansy convince the Weasley Brothers not to fill the house's holes and fill hers instead? Oh my god. Was that Seb? Geni- that was Seb. Oh my God, Genius. Wow, Seb, wow, you're wow, a riot. Wow. Seb, I Gosh, love you. these are so fun. And then Hannah had, learning the house wants them to be friends. Pansy takes the house one step more and plans on shagging Ron. She tricks him one night while reading in the library. Ron was in his orange PJs, and she was excited to remove the hideous pajamas. I like, uh, the, I like the idea of Pansy being one step ahead of Ron, of course, but yeah. it was like, okay, the only way to appease this house, she knows houses, yeah. is she's just going to trick him into sleeping with her, and then he's going to have such hurt feelings. He'll be like, you just did that so we could get out of here. <gasps> and then, she, and then oh, there's going to be a little bit of a rift between them, yeah. and then she's going to realize... I love him. She's like, I, <laughs> I like when he's upset. I love him. Amazing. Love. love. Let's find out what actually happens. Let's. Anything else to announce? I think we have one final fun announcement. Yes. Is that, well, all the dongs of the world already know this little <laughs> secret. But the dongs of our world, yeah. not all the dongs, dongs of the of, world. Of our world. Every dong. That we, um, if you're a dong, you have just learned our very own created secret wand shake. And it's not, it really doesn't involve like actual, just so people know, not their actual genitals. Don't you shake don't your wands. You don't have to wand shake your wands. It does but like, <laughs> But there's lots of cool stuff. And now that's like our secret culty thing. Yeah. Now everybody's going to get the same gym shoes and the same tattoo on our foreheads. <laughs> it's super chill, guys. And we're going to sign up on Patreon. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna, <laughs> to, we bought a log cabin out in the middle of the woods. <laughs> hey, super breezy. Just um, send us your life savings and then you'll get to go to heaven. It's whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we get to go to Hogwarts. Yeah. It's real. We found it's real. it. Yeah. And only we know. It's in North Carolina. <laughs> so that's that. Should we, Let's dive in. You know, as we say, dive on in. Do it. Who's reading? Me. Ooh. Wednesday, four days until Christmas. Parkinson, wake up. Fucking hell. Pansy uttered, lifting herself into a sitting position. What do you want, Weaselby? The freckle-faced git was standing at the foot of the bed wearing a hideous maroon dressing gown and an irritated <laughs> oh, expression. Oh, gown? Wow. <laughs> wearing enormous pajama pants like you. <laughs> Put on some Jankos and call it a day. <laughs> Your help. The house has vanished my clothes. 
right to the point <laughs> house. Wow. Wow. Pansy had ever heard of foreplay house? I woke up and I was in this leather straps. <laughs> you got a ball gag. Like, the? Oh, like, oh, oh. The house. <laughs> I woke up in this ball gag and I didn't know what to <laughs> If Pansy had not been properly awake before, she definitely was now. Are you sure? Uh, my clothes aren't where I left them last night and it's not like you stole them. You didn't, did you? Pansy chose to ignore that. That doesn't mean the house vanished them. It might have just moved them somewhere. Oh. Pansy sighed in exasperation. Of course. What? Pansy slid out of the bed, passed a confused Weasley, and pulled open her wardrobe. As she suspected, a small selection of old-fashioned and unattractive men's clothes. Uh, Rude. Giving suggestions. Now hung opposite her blouses and trousers. And voila. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing is better than... Danny doing pansy being French. Oh, my God. She said, She said, stepping aside. Yep, that's definitely my stuff. Weasley looked severely put out. Why does the house want us to share a wardrobe? I've only shared wardrobes with my brothers or best mates or girlfriends. Pansy wrinkled her nose in disgust. It wouldn't seriously want us to be a couple, would it? Weasley asked. I mean, maybe if we were both single. Well, we are, aren't we? Pansy asked. (laughs) Unless you have somehow managed to get yourself a new girlfriend without the daily profit noticing. Of course not. The profit notice is everything. But I thought you and Malfoy? Oh, no. Uh. Pansy said, do that one again, dude. Uh. Pansy said, now understanding Weasley's confusion. I see that you, like everybody, think Draco and I are a couple. Well, yeah, you're not? We're definitely not. He's like my brother. He and his mother are like my family, especially now that my real family are all dead. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> wow. wow. Pessimistic wow. pansy. Right wow. <laughs> Weezy's expression softened with telltale signs of sympathy. Pansy looked away. She was past the point of wanting sympathy, particularly not from somebody who A, did not like her, and B, came from a family so large that they were probably inescapable. Happy Siblings Day. <laughs> It is, isn't it? Actually, speaking of Draco... She said instead, directing her attention back to the wardrobe. This reminds me of when we went on holiday in France together. I didn't have much money, and it was cheaper for us to share a room. I could tell by that accent that you guys must have spent a significant <laughs> amount of time voila. <laughs> Pansy's exactly the person who studies abroad and uh, is like, well, in Paris, like, and just yeah. constantly brings it up for the next five uh, years. The wine in, we say bonjour. The wine here is just not as good. Good. <laughs> Everything's going to twist off. Uh, Weasley nodded, his brow furrowed. So the housings were mates on a holiday? I can't say for sure. Pansy answered honestly. But it is consistent with the history of this place. Let's try pretending as such for now and see how that goes. So mates on holiday would strip down naked <laughs> and put all their clothes away Here's in the Draco one. and I did in Paris. <laughs> so first we start kissing. It's just a thing that mates do. It's just a friend's thing. Fine. He considered the wardrobe once more. Do you think the house will at least let me get dressed in the bathroom? I certainly hope so. Deet, doot, doot, deet. Once Parkinson had declared another day's work of boring book and report reading over, Ron retreated to the kitchen to assemble a pasta bake for dinner. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Did Ron study brought in Italy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh, a pasta bake. And Cho and Cedric came over and brought all the water. Carbo loads. You know, that carbs yeah. are always the gateway to sex. For sure. Br- brought the leather whips and chains. Like when a guy shows up to your house and he's just like gnawing on a baguette, you're like, oh, we're going to oh, have sex. We're doing it. Pasta means penis. <laughs> In Italy, and pasta means penis. penis. I studied there. I get it. I, I know. I know. 
when we were traveling in Pompeii, they had penises engraved everywhere. Oh, yeah, and I was symbols. thinking like the first excavators must have been like, what are all these dicks? But apparently it was good luck to have a dick <gasps> carved in your home. Huh. That's why I have one carved into my Any, back. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> extra good luck oh, on your at all person. As he slid it into the oven, not a euphemism, mm-hmm. he realized he had made far too much for one person, even if that one person was someone who had once eaten 20 pumpkin pasties in one sitting, an achievement he considered one of his finest to date. So he was making dinner just for himself? I mean, that's rude. Like, that's rude. Had she just said, let's try to be mates? Like, step one, share your dinner. Yeah. Ron noticed movement to his left and looked up to see Parkinson enter. Hey, he greeted her. I've made too much dinner. Want some? (laughs) Wow. Smooth operator. Oh, how can you pass that up? She approached the kitchen counter. What have you made? Pasta bake. What is that? Uh, You throw pasta in a baking dish, cover it with tomato sauce, top it with cheese, and shove it in the oven until the cheese melts, he explained. Uh, Can I just say that, so Matt, my husband, is from Iowa, and he grew up eating very different than I grew up eating. (laughs) And he, one of the fine delicacies from his family is tater tot casserole. Oh yeah, mm. he's very Midwestern. Yeah, he and everything's a casserole. And he casserole. and he also his mom makes. <laughs> love you, mom. Ma'am, ma'am. His mom makes uh, <laughs> Dorito taco dip. Oh my god! So it's like just a bunch Danny of and I both ingredients. Just were like, tell us more. <laughs> Oh my god, it's like my that's, nightmare. But that's like a party dip. That's not like a dinner. That's not a. That's no, not like a that's Dorito like, casserole. No, like that's like, like a Dorito casserole. Like they make. Oh, you said party dip. So if I no, eat like, like that, like can the, I also look like Matt? <laughs> is that his diet? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the secret. In Iowa, they're just like, raise them however, and they'll just be Adonis's. And he also eats chili and cinnamon rolls. He says like those always pair together at dinner. Chili and cinnamon rolls yeah. or Chilean cinnamon rolls? Chili, pause, cinnamon rolls, You know what? Pause. Meredith's a psalm. She probably, you know, she can probably approve that pairing. Yeah. Ah, it brings oh. out the... Uh, mm, brings out the mm, nutty flavor of the beans. Mm. Wow. No, yeah. I feel like... Wait, he's from Iowa. Yeah. One of my old roommates was from, I guess, just like Southern Illinois, but yeah. it sort of feels, and she, I feel like everything would be like, I know, we'll crush up Fritos and those will be the crust. It's just like anything is like, <laughs> anything's a casserole. I don't know, potato sticks, put them in. And it's like cream of anything soup oh, yeah. is, is like, like the base. Is the base of it. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Just sloppy Joe Ooh. City. We're rubbing in our Midwestern menus. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's probably like, oh my. Ew, gross. Uh, so yeah, pasta bake. Ron sounds like he's from Iowa. Um, Parkinson considered it. That sounds nice, actually. No need to sound so surprised. Parkinson took a seat at the table and watched as he pulled the finished pasta bake out of the oven, divided it into four even portions, and presented her with a plate. Can you handle serving your own salad, he asked, taking the seat next to her. Uh, Oh, shut up. Even I'm not that pure blood. Parkinson answered, picking up the salad tongs. I'm pure blood, too. You know (gasps) what I mean. Most of us wouldn't come within 10 feet of food like this. She carved off a She's small... She's such a cool pureblood. Yeah, she is. Look at they're already finding common common ground. Aw. <laughs> it's like, do you remember that those memes for a while that was like, I'm white, but not dates a guy wearing a Livestrong bracelet white. She's like, I'm pureblood, but not like can't serve my own salad pureblood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in between Danny and Lindsay recording right now, and I feel like I'm caught in like a lover's quarrel as you guys talk back and forth. Oh, being Lindsay yeah. and Ron. I was like... <laughs> Danny and I love each other, and we love Doritos. Okay. It's not lover's quarrel. It's just lovers. <laughs> Dongs away. Um, she carved off a small piece and took a bite. It's a shame. This is nice. Uh, thanks. <laughs> She's, like, trying so hard to like this pasta bake. <laughs> I think it's she like means this, like them hanging out. Also right? that. Maybe. She's also trying so hard there. It's a shame. <laughs> this pasta is good. 
Thanks. He tried his own serving, and he had to agree with Parkinson's sentiments. He supposed there was a first time for everything. So, he said, after a couple moments' silence, why did you become a, what do you call yourself, a magic house whisperer? That is probably as accurate as title as any, Parkinson said, taking a sip of water. (laughs) I didn't think I'd have to work when I was a kid, but when the war happened... They spent the rest of the meal talking about Parkinson's job, including why she needed one, how Narcissa Malfoy pointed her in the right direction, and how Ron's father defied expectations and hired her. The more Ron listened, the more he could see why she enjoyed her work. Perhaps Parkinson was just a good storyteller, but if what she said was true, magical houses were kind of amazing. I imagine that there has to have been a time when Arthur Weasley tried to set Pansy up with Ron. Like to me, he seems like he would always be like a little Cupid yeah. in the office, and he'd be like, "Oh, well, and he's like, I li- he likes actually her." This gem of an employee who I like wasn't sure about, but she's really proven herself. Like, yeah, and she'd Ron, be a great match him? for my yeah. son. And <gasps> but I bet Molly wouldn't have. Oh yeah, Molly. Molly's a little too feisty. Mm. I knew that they could think for themselves sometimes, he ended up commenting, but I would never have thought that what we do in one could annoy it or make it happy. It makes you appreciate how epic magic can be, eh? You you know what it is? Like, I mean, Hogwarts Castle is magical and has a mind of its own with the staircases. and It's, I guess, when you grow up in something, you don't question it. Like, you know, Dorito casseroles. But he's he's like, like, I can't believe houses are magical. You're like, can't you though? Yeah, I can't believe you could put Doritos in a casserole. (laughs) You can eat Doritos Dorito dips at Allie's birthday. Yeah. You're dipping Doritos in salsa. You can eat Doritos outside of a casserole. (laughs) (laughs) Parkinson smiled as she nodded. Sounds like you're getting it, Weaselby. Maybe you're not completely dense after all. Ron sighed. But I still think this house is dreaming if it thinks we should be friends. Oh, I don't know. Parkinson said idly. We've only been here for, what, three days? And I already dislike you slightly less than I did. Maybe the house is on to something. Ron did not choke on his food, but it was a near thing. Was she for real? She had just yesterday said that the two of them were obviously not going to become friends, hadn't she? He certainly had every intention of disliking Pansy Parkinson for the rest of his days. Having said that, this dinner had been remarkably pleasant. Mm. Mostly because of how delicious the pasta bake that I made That's my pasta bake. Ron's cooking blog. Uniting people. That needs to be a footnote episode. It really guys. does. Like other recipes that Ron masters. <laughs> yes. You know, you know that he took the other two leftover pieces and he like hid them somewhere in the fridge yeah, like so she wouldn't find them. them. And yeah. his cheeks like a squirrel. Gonna, he, I bet you he's a night snacker. And oh, now that yeah. they share a bed, she's going to be like, what are you doing? And he's going to turn and have like pasta, pasta mustache. All- <laughs> He's going to have the pasta farts. Oh. <laughs> Back to the Second Dutch oven, guys. Great. Second week in a row with fart jokes. Lindsay is Perfect. thrilled. Thanks, guys. Thursday. Three days until Christmas. <laughs> Pansy woke up on Thursday feeling thoroughly well-rested. The house <laughs> Two was- days later after the pasta bake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was drugged. Yeah. <laughs> after that robin the sack with Cho and Cedric. <laughs> The house must have thought they were doing something right because the mattresses and pillows had become some of the comfiest she had ever slept on. She noticed that the bedroom was lacking any discernible trace of Weasley. Although, you guys, how cool would that be if you lived in a magic house and you like brought someone home that was wrong for you or like red flags and the bed just was like so uncomfortable and you're like, I'm sorry, you have to leave. Like yeah. instead of a dog My barking. Yeah. Instead of all your friends having to tell you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and your parents. Right. And I'm like, what if the bartender way when he goes to, to the pay bathroom? attention to red flags? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a world where you looked. <laughs> my favorite some e card I've ever seen before I met Matt. It used to be on my fridge uh, when I lived with my best friend. It said, "I view each and every one of your glaring red flags as a personal challenge." <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, you would. That's amazing. Oh, man, are those still around? Yeah, they're not as prominent as they once were. Those are my faves. Hmm. She noticed that the bedroom was lacking any discernible trace of Weasley. 
Assuming he had gone downstairs, she got up and padded over to the bathroom, one hand undoing the tie in her hair as she opened the door. Hey! Weasley was not, in fact, downstairs. He was standing in the bathtub, stark, bollock naked, and in the process of washing himself. Uh-oh. Himself. Got a Snape, we got a Snape scene coming on. Penis shot. Did somebody say washcloth? Parkinson, he screeched, dropping the soap and trying unsuccessfully Uh-oh. to cover himself. What the fuck? Fresh hell. She was like, you're my bitch now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you're my bitch now. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Pansy gasped. I didn't know you were in here. Uh, couldn't you hear the shower or, I don't know, knock? No, I didn't hear anything. I wouldn't have walked in if I had. Oh, for fuck's sake, get out. Right, yes. Pansy's legs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pansy's legs managed to recall how moving worked, and she flew out of the bathroom so quickly she might have broken the sound barrier. You guys, I feel like the house didn't, like, turn. Yeah, I muted the sound. That's so cool. As soon as she was out, she leaned against the bathroom door and sunk to the ground. That, she thought, had been mortifying. And now the sight of Weasley's pale, freckled body was forever burned into her retinas, unlikely to succumb to even the most well-cast memory charm. Okay, but Pansy, was he packing heat? Is what we want to know. How many abdominals does he have? (laughs) Six, six, six. six. Although, if she were forced to tell the honest truth, she would have to admit that Weasley's nude form was Mm. not as horrific a sight (gasps) as she might have thought. He was surprisingly toned under those hand-knit jumpers and bright orange pajamas. Oh, my God. I thought when I was reading along, I thought it said bright orange pubes. No. Yeah, I saw that. And I also saw kitten jumpers. Like, I thought he had, like, a hand-drawn, like, kitten jumpers. Oh, my. Pansy brushed her hair out of her face with still shaking hands. How had she not heard the shower? She could hear perfectly well now. It was as if Pass had deliberately guessed. (laughs) (laughs) I called this (laughs) mufflatio. Mufflatio. Muffliato on the bathroom when Weasley started showering. So Pansy would think the bathroom empty and walked in on him. Pansy groaned, of course, that is exactly what it was. Doot, doot. Pansy had not come across many practical joker houses. The pureblood families. <laughs> what about that's impractical she, joker that, houses? That's why, Julia, that's why she guessed that Fred was in there. He would like an impractical joke house. Uh-huh. Uh, I would kill for one of those. <laughs> With the whole cast of so impractical exhausting. jokers. I know. <laughs> It'd be like pie in the face all the time. Oh, It'd be just like here. every seat you sat on was just like a whoopee, whoopee cushion. cushion. <laughs> just the best. Pure comedy. <laughs> LOL. The pureblood families that normally resided in enormous magical dwellings were not known for their sense of humor. She did, however, have some experience with human pranksters, and it just so happened that the brother of two such humans was in the house with her. So when Weasley found her in the larger of the house's two living rooms and she informed him that the bathroom incident was the result of the house playing a prank, she was not surprised that he reacted by pinching the bridge of his nose and saying, Merlin, I'll never escape it, will I? You definitely won't be escaping it today. Pansy informed him. (laughs) What? He asked. He had worry written all over his face, and she almost felt sorry for him. Almost. I want the house to pull more pranks on us. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Devious Mm. little witch. So now just show me your penis. Hey, um, Let's see what the house does. We have this really, this pure blood prank where you just take your clothes off. It's hilarious. Naked manning. <laughs> naked man me. What, what is, what What's a saying? naked man me? Naked man is like when you just get naked. It's oh. not really a prank. Oh, wow. Is this a, is this a new craze we're going to start? It's like eating Tide Pods. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard about like girls getting naked man where like they like go back and they're like making out. And then she's like, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. And they, she goes to the bathroom, like go to the bathroom, comes back and gets naked man. And he's just like. Oh, I've never heard yeah. it called that. The oh, guy is just naked. He's yeah, naked. He's naked. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, this is, oh, that is not that happening. Is not in this not space. Yeah, that's not what I planned for. Oh, classic naked man. <laughs> like right now, when I'm, you guys should go fix the. Right. And I'm naked. And you're naked. <laughs> like every other time we record. <laughs> right. That's me naked manning. Oh, oh, that's what, there's a name oh, for that. There's a name for that. That's great. It's good to know. As Pansy when we watched, file the restraining order. <laughs> 
put a name to it. Hello, 911. <laughs> Getting naked, man. As Pansy washed coffee mugs at the kitchen sink that evening, she had to admit that Weasley was a good sport. They had spent the day setting up pranking opportunities for the house, and poor Weasley had borne the brunt of its foibles. He had fallen over the same rug twice, had his rear end spiked by a, lo- a lounge chair, drunk coffee laced with washing Ooh. detergent, and fallen for half a dozen other pranks before Pansy finally let him go. <laughs> so, so the house is poisoning him, right? Right. Arsenic. Chloroform. Marjoram. It had clearly been a miserable day for him, but he kept going anyway, and Pansy found out a lot about the house's capabilities as a result. Why didn't she have to get any pranks? Because she requested it. Maybe like she put an ask out to the house. Pansy slid the last clean mug into the cupboard and turned to leave the kitchen, intent on finding Weasley and thanking him for his assistance. That plan went out the window when she tried to open the kitchen door, only to find that she couldn't. Shit. She murmured, <laughs> pulling out her wand. She tried Alamora and several... Did I say that right? Alohamora. Alohamora. Alamora. 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 I'm trying to say it so fast and cool. She tried Alohamora and several other more complicated unlocking charms, and none of them were remotely effective. Weasley. She yelled desperately. Help. Parkinson, came Weasley's voice. Where are you? In the kitchen. Pansy heard footsteps and saw the door handle turning. To her surprise, the door swung open. Weasley stepped into the room. What's going? Weasley, the door. Weasley tried to grab it, but the door closed with an audible click about half a second before he got there. Shit. Pansy repeated. Weasley, to his credit, understood the situation right away. Oh, I'm sorry, Parkinson. Pansy shook her head. It's not your fault. The door was locked before you came in. It must have unlocked itself so you could join me. Really? He asked. But we're already trapped in this house. Why lock us in this room? Oh, no. He shot Pansy a look of pure horror. Could we be stuck in this kitchen for two weeks? We'll starve. I mean, it's the kitchen. Not when you have all that pasta bake. Yeah. (laughs) Four servings. You saved it, right? (laughs) (laughs) The house ate in the middle. That should last us at least a couple other (laughs) meals. It's like Tobias Blue Man, there's blue all over the. There's just like red pasta pasta sauce. Pasta swords. Yeah, it should be in the kitchen. (laughs) Weasley, come on. Pansy said impatiently. If the house wanted us to starve, why would it lock us in the kitchen? Oh, good point. (laughs) Pansy considered the door again. Maybe it wants us to do something specific. But those reports of yours said the doors just locked and unlocked on their own, didn't they? They did. But maybe there's a pattern that the report writers all missed. Pansy took a seat at the dining table, barely noticing when Weasley joined her. Let's see. She muttered. I read about one instance when two old friends were locked in the larder, the door unlocked after they had apologized for an old misunderstanding. Hmm, Weasley said. Sounds like they were given a timeout. Pansy shook her head. I don't think so. This house is not the disciplinary type. What else is there? Half a dozen teenagers were locked in a bedroom once. They got out after playing a round of spin the bottle. Oh, Oh. yeah. Now we're talking. And another time, a busy husband and his wife were locked in a bathroom. They report didn't say what happened, which probably means they shagged. Weasley snorted. Literally bringing people together then. Maybe this house is a perv. Pansy let out a dry chuckle. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's a dry chuckle? (laughs) Houses can take on any of their owner's traits, and John Harrison liked locking people in rooms and watching to see if they'd... Oh, no. Her heart sank as the realization hit her. What? Pansy looked over at Weasley. I know how to unlock the door. <laughs> Is that like how, much, how much I'm pasta scared. bake did you have? Do, I, don't... This is about, I think this is about to be sexy. Make her cute. Make her cute. Yeah, make her okay. wanton. Pansy looked over at Weasley. I know how to unlock the door. Really? But that's brilliant. What's the problem? We have to kiss. <gasps> yeah. Riesley's reaction changed from ecstatic to horrified so quickly that in any other situation, it would have been comical. 
You're joking, he eventually said. Pansy rolled her eyes. I wouldn't joke about this. But isn't there another way? There might be. You can go down on me. (laughs) (laughs) Option B. You can toss my salad. (laughs) There might be, but it could take me ages to think of it, and it might not work. Pansy answered. Whereas I'm pretty sure this will. I think the house likes watching people kiss. (laughs) Gross. Is it possible to arrest a house for being a peeping Tom? (laughs) Or a peeping Thomasina? What did we say that one time? Something. We had a Thomasina joke many moons ago. (laughs) Real strong. Real strong joke, clearly. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) You're the or, you tell me. Pansy shifted towards him, and he almost fell out of his chair in his haste to get away. She clucked her tongue impatiently. You're under house arrest. I just made that up. It's good. <laughs> a citizen's house look arrest. How happy he is. <laughs> Proud of you. Proud of you. See his look. He's like he's darting back and up. <laughs> like worm good. tail right good. now. <laughs> Come on, Weasley. I'm not going to hurt you. Weasley sighed. Fine. He leaned closer and pursed his lips. Pansy took a deep breath before lightly brushing his lips with hers. A quiet clicking noise came from the door. Weasley ran to the door so quickly that Pansy was amazed he didn't accidentally slap her. When he reached the door herself, when she reached the door herself, she saw that the handle was turning further than before, further but not far enough. <gasps> yes, they didn't kiss him up. Okay. She murmured. So it's half unlocked. <gasps> you want to have to use some toes. Oh yeah. Oh, well, she can bring back her French. Ooh. Well, that, oh, French a little kissing. French kissing. Uh, in in France, this is how we kiss. Wee <laughs> wee. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's no bloody good, is it? Weasley groused. No, but it means we're heading in the right direction. So what? We kiss again? Pansy nodded. And I think we need to do it for longer and make it a bit more like we want to be doing it. Weasley shuddered and Pansy wondered if she ought to be offended. She did not think she was that terrible a specimen to kiss when all was said and done. How long do you think we'll have to do it? He asked. (laughs) Until the house is satisfied. That's the best answer I can give you. Pansy noted his continued displeasure and let out another sigh. Look, I don't like this either, but it has to be done. Pretend I'm somebody you find really attractive or something. Weezy looked, if anything, more displeased. All right, fine. Let's just do this. Just pretend I'm a slice of pizza. (laughs) (laughs) He just goes Lick the cheese off. (laughs) Let's pretend I'm leftover pasta bake. (laughs) You have the pasta bake, right? It's still in the fridge. We can have it after. We can survive. You sure know how to make a girl feel special. Pansy quipped. Sorry for not bringing my best material, Weasley started to say, before being cut off by Pansy's lips pressing against him. (laughs) Okay, Ron thought. I can do this. It had been a long time since he had kissed someone. If he did the arithmancy, it had probably been years. And here he was, breaking his fast with Parkinson of all people. He felt her tongue run gently along his lips. He responded reluctantly, opening his mouth a fraction. She slipped her tongue inside and started brushing it against his. It felt weird because it was Parkinson. But if he did not think about that, it was not so bad. For one thing, she smelled like vanilla with a touch of honey-like sweetness, which was nice. Combined with the more subtle, freshly baked bread smell he tended to associate with women. It was very nice, actually. Mm, of Subway. Course she had, he's like, vanilla, bread. <laughs> she it's like, like all the ice, it's all his ice cream flavors. <laughs> Mint chocolate chip, Superman. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Parkinson tilted her head slightly, and he noticed a change in her breathing. It was a little louder and a little quicker, almost like a pant. As he listened and felt her tongue continue caressing his mouth and smelled more of her warm, sweet scent, he felt something that he would never in a million years have thought could be evoked in him by Pansy Parkinson. Arousal. Oh, boner patrol. Suddenly it did not matter that he was kissing somebody he disliked. All that mattered was that he was kissing her and it was unexpectedly glorious. Before he realized what he was doing, he had pushed Parkinson against the door that had started all of this, slid his arms uh, around her waist, and oh, deepened the kiss. 
Parkinson gasped, her hands threading through and tugging lightly at his hair. The sound that came out of him in response was neither proper nor dignified, but he didn't care. He pressed her against him, wanting to feel the warmth of her body on his. She let out a whimper that was both the most adorable and the most erotic thing he had ever heard. He wanted more of it, all of it. Woo! Oof. I feel like right now the house is just doing a slow clap. It is. He's just like, all right. It's like, the door is unlocked. The door is unlocked. So I have a potential episode title name. Do you want to say it? This house has good set of bones. Oh, boners. boners. Mm, <laughs> love it. The door made another clicking noise and Ron was brought back to reality with all the grace and subtlety of a rock slide. He extracted himself from Parkinson as quickly as he could, taking a giant step back. He looked over at her and immediately wished he hadn't. Her cheeks were flushed, her lips were wet, and she was wearing an expression of astonishment and confusion that he could relate to on every conceivable level. Um, Parkinson said, her <laughs> throat. I think the door is unlocked. Er, right, Ron replied, not trusting himself to say anything more. Parkinson turned the handle, the door swung open, and she stepped outside before turning back around. I'll see you at dinner? <laughs> she asked. Er, yeah, Ron said, dinner. She nodded and walked away. Ron took a couple deep breaths as he collected his thoughts. He did not need nearly as much time to do this as he allowed himself, because there were only three thoughts to collect. One, he had just kissed Pansy Parkinson. Two, he had really, really liked it. And three, that probably was not good. <gasps> oh, End of oh, chapter. Woo! Passionate force making it. Hey, we were so right. Kissed a girl. He did. He did. Kissed a girl. Kissed a girl. Kissed a witch. Kissed a witch. Wow, wow. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you one up or down? Well, guys, we all know my wand is. Slapping me in the face. Um, that was so great. I love that Ron. And I feel like Ron was only hesitant because it had been so long. Like, you know, did you see that yeah. part where she was like, "Oh wow, you really know how to talk to her." And he's like, "That's not. That's not what it is." Yeah, I'm, just, I'm like nervous and. I hate you. In, in my mind, someone broke his heart. You know what I mean? Like recently, or Probably. like those years or the ago. last person broke yeah. his heart. And so he was. But like that, he says she smells like bread. <laughs> mm. Pizza crust. I also think that my wand is up. Also. I think he was just in a bit of an internal conflict that he shouldn't be liking it, but he was liking mm-hmm. it. And so he was a little standoffish. I love resistant. when that like it turns though, mm. when he just like shoves her against the Yeah, door. that was hot. Yeah. That was really good. I love I Also, love- those two in the quickie that they were in, there was some against the wall action. Yeah. Remember? They're or a wall as, couple. As um Neville would say from the live episode, wall sex. Wall sex. Mm, wall sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I love that they kind of did the first kiss and it was not enough. You know, and so then they had to do half, half click, a half key, as Allie would say. Yeah, hmm. they need the full interaction the full for the erection. And I loved that they kind of like got lost in the kiss. Although it kind of feels like a little like porn stars, you know, like, okay, we got to kiss now. Right. Director says kiss. It's also that thing of like, she's like the house expert. So she's like, it's like when someone was bossy when you guys were playing as kids and they're like, this, these are the rules of the game. And you're like, you made Floor's the game lava. Up. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's just so you have to jump on the couch now twice you're or you're dead. And she's that's just like, ghoul. Oh, do you guys call it ghoul or ghoul? We call it ghoul. What is that? Um, like when you play tag, like that's ghoul. Neither. None of the above. Ghoul See. or ghoul? Like a home base? Yeah, like home base we call it ghoul. Oh my God. It just what never is- ends. <laughs> Finding out. What'd you call ketchup? What'd you call pasta bake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like in that same sense, like he's just like, all right. She's like, well, I think the house is telling me that, that you, know, you need a really? good old-fashioned blowjob. Yeah. Motor I like boat. it. She's in charge. So three wands up? Yeah. Three wands up. Thrice. I love it. 
I mean, the house is like a little creepy, but it's a house. So what are you going to do? I do like that it's a practical joke house. Like that it's like silly. I hope it comes out with its own series. Not about okay, Impractical so Jokers here, what do we and need? If we these walls could joke. We need Impractical Jokers. We need Property Brothers. We need like all these things made. You know, I was thinking is instead of Home and Garden TV, because that's what HGTV mm-hmm. is, right? That it could be like Castles and Moats. Or Castles and Manors, oh, yeah. Yeah. CMTV. Mm-hmm. Country music television. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll make a couple of those posters <laughs> okay. and then let everyone else do their work. Are you guys fans of Broad City? Love. Um, I feel like it's like... Was that al- made past 2006? Yep. Yeah, no, I've never heard of it. <laughs> no, yeah. no. I feel like it's um, the Al Dente Dentist. Do you remember his food blog? Hannibal Burris? Yes. His character is a dentist and he has a pasta blog called the Al Dente oh, yeah. Dentist. <laughs> and Broad City makes all these fake websites. So that's real. So we need Ron to like guest blog on the El Dente Dentist. Oh my God, that's so great. Okay, so wait, stay tuned because we've got a special song for you. We do. Yeah, the prediction. Disney. Did not come true. Well, maybe it did. Maybe, some of it. Yeah, okay. Nice job, Hillary. Yay. Okay, guys, stay tuned next time. Bye. 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 Hi, guys. This is Hillary. I wanted to give you my prediction for the story, and I did it in the form of a Disney parody from the perspective of the house. And it's kind of long, so I didn't think it would fit on a voicemail. So you're getting a lovely sing-along video. So here we go. Pansy and Ron, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that I welcome you this week. And now, I invite you to search me, but I promise that what you will find you truly won't expect. Your true love. Be my guest, be my guest, I'll put your patience to the test. And to make this an easier task, try after aphrodisiacs candlelight low music how romantic i can be try the oysters try the chocolate feeling horny oh you will be you will kiss you will bone in every room of this home and you'll fall in love and never want to leave go on ron kiss her lips pansy will kiss you back while you're my guest we my guest be my guest while you search every room, I'll be playing tricks on you. But don't worry, I just want you to realize you are in love. You are here and alone. It's the perfect time to bone. Still not feeling quite romantic. Well, my dears, just watch my antics. I'll make sure, yes, I will, to push you together still. And I will accomplish my goal, you shall see. Your clothes will go missing, so you have to be naked together. Don't be stressed, it's lovemaking, I suggest. Be my guest, be my guest, be my guest. I should not be boasting. I'm a house who is not hosting. I'm not whole without a soul to shelter here. Ah, those good old days when I was useful. Suddenly, those good days disappeared. Too long I've been empty. Yes, I know there's interest plenty, but my family is gone forever now. I just want a nice and loving couple. 
Happy loves like crazy. You walked in and oops a daisy. You're my guest. You're my guest. Finally, I have been blessed. Wine's been poured by hoax of sword, and now you'll surely be impressed. When night falls, you'll tuck in, but you will wake up with him. Hopefully, you will start kissing, maybe touching, maybe licking. She will moan. Oh God, Rahan, don't you stop all through the dawn. Shack it up. I want you both to be obsessed. I've got a lot to do to create love for two for you my guest he's my guest she's my guest they're my guest be my guest be my guest i'll command that you undress it's been years since i've had anybody here and i'm obsessed touch him here touch her there and you will find that you care while the candlelight's still glowing pansy will then begin blowing ron will groan ron will and you'll be the best he's known. Then Ron will suck on both of Pansy's breasts. This week you'll fall in love here, but first you'll just bone here. Be my guest. Be my guest. Be my guest. Please be Hope you enjoyed! For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at PoderoticaPodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.